Welcome to Imperfect Action with Brock Edwards, and I have a special treat for you today. As you may know, I sometimes co-host a mini-series called Bring Your Own Awesome with Dan Waldschmidt over on his Edgy Conversations podcast. And a while back, we had done an interview with YouTube Nerdcore stars JT Music, and it was a great conversation. If you haven't heard it, I highly recommend going back and listening to it. Uh, definitely one of my favorites. And they had recommended that we speak with the guys from Rocket Gaming. In fact, they referred to them as the, the hardest workers in the biz. And so we were able to coordinate a, a conversation with them and really talk about what does it mean to be a YouTube star? What And what are the, the kind of the gritty realities of it? Would they recommend anyone try for a career in it? How did they get started and being YouTube stars? And really their take to Nerdcore, because they've got a, a slightly different approach. They are pushing to take Nerdcore mainstream. And uh, whereas maybe some of the other Nerdcore groups are really focused just on that on that niche itself. So anyway, this is a great conversation. I'm really excited to be able to share it with you. Uh, of course, highly recommend checking out Dan's podcast when you get a moment. But uh, I'm going to turn turn you loose with it here in just a second. And oh, one final fair warning here. Um, there, there may just may uh, be a few swearing words in there. And so if you are easily offended or got kids in the car with you or whatever, you know, just take that into consideration. But um, this was a great conversation. And again, really, really excited to be able to share it with you. Okay, we're actually recording live, which is awesome now. So we you, see the you, you did you did hit the button, right, Dan? I did hit the button. Thank awesome. <laughs> Hello, world. Unbelievable. So we'll already have our intro done. Um, hey guys, Dan Walchman here. I'm excited to bring you another amazing interview along with me, as always, partner in crime, Brock Edwards. Hey, Brock, how are you? Hey, doing good, Dan. Exciting today to have another awesome group of guys who are doing something that's slightly unconventional from the usual route of business and entrepreneurship and, you know, making new widgets and creating the next Snapchat or Facebook app. Why don't you tell us a little bit more, Brock, who you found and uh, how awesome it is that we've invited them to be on the podcast today. All right. So today we have Rocket Gaming, or the guys from Rocket Gaming, and we'll get into introductions and all that. And this is kind of a one of those cool roundabout things where when you, you meet cool people, they introduce you to cool people. And so, you know, folks uh, listen to the interview with JT Music, who I'd crossed paths with at a video game conference back in August. You and I had a great conversation with them. And then when I hit them up for, hey, who else should we be talking to? Um, really, uh, they, they mentioned the guys from Rocket Gaming and also said that, you know, they are the hardest working guys in the business. And so, of course, I am fascinated by the whole nerdcore genre, just the business of it, how it works, the amount of content these guys put out. Uh, and so just really excited to talk. And I'm going to stop talking. So, Russell, Vinny, uh, can you introduce yourselves? <laughs> Yeah, what's up, man? Uh, so I'm Russell, aka Rocket, uh, with Rocket Gaming, and and this is Vinny Noose. He always that's the tagline, by the way. So it's we get made fun of for it all the time. But and Vinny Noose and Vinny Noose. Um, I like that. You guys yeah. both have like I feel like you're part like radio announcer, part like doing cool shit on YouTube. We love it. Yeah. yeah. Well, 
we, and I didn't reveal your secret identity, did I? There, Rocket. Uh, <laughs> no, I think I think uh, it's fair. Throughout, it's fair. throughout uh, the live streams on Twitch and just uh, Instagrams and and you know random Twitter posts, I think people have. You can also Google search pretty easily uh, who I am and oh all that good stuff. God. <laughs> so um, so no, I, I I'm not Batman. <laughs> all right well tell us a little bit about yourself guys tell us more about the astronauts uh, i mean right i mean that's who we're here that's who we're hanging sure. with yeah so uh so our following we like to call them the rocketeers uh, we're all traveling through space it's super cheesy no when we when we started rocket gaming it was back in 2015 um and i'm just gonna make that this. sound like that was so long ago so long it it, it, it really was uh with the amount of content and how much the company has changed since then i would say it is light years something away. yeah it's light years space references yeah like, keep it spacey baby <laughs> um but no so i'll just start because this story goes back it predates a little bit before rocket gaming but uh so i started in 2008 i made a call of duty song and i think when i listened to jt's podcast it was interesting because i i've known christian from jt since this time period but we didn't really know each other so uh, I had made a Call of Duty song with my buddy Nick in college, and um, we were under the name Borderline Disaster, and we put it up as a joke under this random YouTube channel. This is before people made money on YouTube or anything like that, uh, or or knowingly could do so. And you know, it blew up, and we were like, "Oh my god, this is fucking nuts! This is this, you know, let's do another one." So we started making these, you know, as Call of Duty was releasing these zombie songs, we were making songs about the different levels that they would come out with. Because uh, we would play them obsessively, and we just loved it, uh, and that turned into a great source of side income as we were nineteen, twenty. Um, and then he actually, Nick, my roommate, went to he, he started playing mobile games and became one of the largest mobile gamers in the world uh, with with Clash of Clans exploding. It was kind of I relate it to how Ninja is turning Fortnite into this massive thing. It's kind of the same thing that happened to him. And he was like, yo, man, you should do this again. Um, this is a, 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 a real viable source of, of, of a career and income. So I just got done with school and I was working a, a sales job. And uh, also I was a audio engineer and composer for um, library trailer house music for a bunch of companies. Um, and I was working on commercial music and all that stuff. And I was like, okay, I have the skills to produce. Um, I'm going to dive back into this and make video game music because that stuff was really fun back when I you know, wasn't taking it seriously. So 2015 rolls around and um, <clears throat> I start making a couple songs again and, and Vinny had just moved down to the Bay and was working a sales job as well. And I was with my fiance at the time. I stress at the time. I'm no longer with my fiance at the time. Don't, don't get engaged. Mm. Tough. I need a sad noise. Is there a sad noise? Put the sad noise, the sad noise in. Come on. <laughs> I, I, yeah, that's right. There we go. Thank you. Your sad noise uh, is better than mine. So all good. But really, Moving on. it was actually the best. It was one of the greatest things that could have happened because I had, it was like a turning a new, total new leaf, you know? Um, and I was like, okay, I'm ready to be an entrepreneur fully and take this seriously and go seven days a week, 24 seven with YouTube music. So I called Vince and I was like, yo, <laughs> did your job suck? Is your rent too high? Come join rocket gaming. <laughs> it was like, for real. It was, it's it like, it's like, dude, in, in a matter of two months, he helped me drive out here. We had the worst drive out to Austin from California. Uh, when I moved here. Oh my gosh. And uh, I was like, yeah. dude, you want to move here? And he's like, mm, 
yeah, all right. So he moves out here, and then all of a sudden, the snap of a fingers, we have this company that we just started, and we're taking it extremely seriously, and it turned into seven days a week, uh, music production and video content, and everything in between, really. You know, just running a business like you would run a normal business. A lot of people think that when you start off on something like this is Vinny, by the way, uh, a lot of people think that when you start off on something like YouTube, it's uh, it's fun and silly. And that's the only things that kind of make up what YouTube is. But it's so much more than that. It's a it's a business. You know, you're understanding analytics and you're starting to dive into actually monetarily making something of yourself and you're not dependent on anything except for a hundred percent yourself and, and this platform that you're trying to understand how the algorithm works and what's going to do best for, for you and for what's done better, good for you in the past and, and analyzing different situations, testing things and all sorts of things that you wouldn't think about. You think that like it's so many people out there think that a YouTuber just puts a video up and it becomes something, but everyone, every single person, that is a big YouTuber for the most part, I'd say 99% of them came from nothing and they figured out how to do all these different things and, and we're along for that ride and we've been able to make it a career and it's, it's pretty fascinating. Yeah. You know, nowhere in there did you mention like uh, sitting around playing video games and um, yeah. <laughs> you, you know, <laughs> you know, so oh, we so, don't play video games. So I'm kidding. Uh, I'm kidding. <laughs> But but let let me ask about that there because I mean you were really getting to kind of the 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 business behind the business there and yeah. and, and you're already heading down that path so I just want you to take a little bit further like what surprised you uh, about the business side of it or or what is it that surprises people you know what is it that people don't know that really is part of your daily was life? that involved did you guys do this I think people don't know that it's important to be a person so for a long time when we had we had started this, it was Vinny and I were machines and not humans um, because we had this massive goal that we wanted and we wanted, uh, we wanted to take what was already being done by, uh, you know, our idols like Dan Bull and JT music and uh, these YouTube video game music musicians and do something and step it up. And that was our goal it was like, Hey, let's, let's get to these guys. They're, they have these massive numbers. What can we do to increase the, uh, like the speed that we do that. Yeah. And also what can we do to take just writing a song and having it on YouTube and having somebody's kids say, that's cool to the next level where maybe the parents saying like, Hey, that's pretty cool too. Yeah. And, so, we, and so from the inception, we needed to take a different approach and, and what it was and what a lot of these, the niche is for some of these other artists is, you know, everybody has their own, uh, path that they've kind of carved with their music style. And I would say that we chose a path of let's see if we can take video game music and turn it mainstream. Let's see if we can do that. So that's been the goal the entire time. And it still is. Um, so our music is a little bit different, a little more, uh, it's like imagine dragon Z. If yeah, you it's, it's not so 21 pilots. It's not so direct with the lyrics and it's I not like just, how you attached yourself to that. That's amazing. Great branding. Great yeah. branding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got a new album out on Spotify. If you guys want to check that. <laughs> I, I just listened to it today. Actually, we'll be listening to it while we Twitch. <laughs> yeah. So let's go. Yeah. Um, but coming from a production background, you know, things that are important to me in the music industry are, are is a quality of music that we listen to. And what people don't realize is that while there's a song every week, 
there was six days of work and I'm talking six to 12 hour days of, of work before that song that they heard. And they, and then the viewers and fans and people on YouTube or, or whatnot, um, become so accustomed to this that it becomes, you know, they get, they get very complacent with their listening ears and they don't understand that the work that goes into it and how much we care about every single song, even though there's one next week. And even though there was one before every song was an endeavor and it was a mountain to climb and the snare or hi-hat or synth sound that you heard, we spent 12 hours listening to that and making sure it was something that we wanted to listen to for the rest of time. Cause that's going on published and it's published and it's going to stay there. And we're not going to go back to it. Yeah. And I think a lot of our fans, they really, that's why they've become our fans and they've become big fans, you know, like the bigger fans that we have, they, they learn who we are and they learn to respect the amount of time and the professionalism that goes into just putting out one song opposed to like, you know, the whole entire thing. We just released like a whole album about, we've released whole albums about like multiple different games and stuff. Of course there's like kids games, but also we did uh, one about zombies, uh, Zetsubo no Shima. You know, we have a whole album with like a bunch of different artists and we, Russell for, those, and I, for those listening, that's a, like a downloadable pack uh, one it's one level that came out with call of duty that we just were at the time of our lives we were moving apartments and we had an xbox in the living room and and vince was leaving his apartment and whatnot and it was just this weird time of our lives where we we're transitioning and it so happened to be that that level came out and we spent all of our time playing it so we decided to make 10 songs about one level and it's not it did pretty well actually. it did really well and it defined i think defined a lot about what we do and who we are to the internet community and what, like what we're capable of doing and how we're some of the only people that make uh, uh, more than one or two songs about a single game or topic. We tend to ride waves and we see success in a, in a progression with yeah. a, a trend say, and we, for that specific thing, we just liked it so much that we had different artists at the time singing for us and writing lyrics and stuff. So we wanted to give everybody their own song. So it was a really cool experience that we haven't necessarily replicated in that, in that fashion. So it was cool. What's neat. What's neat about this is that, um, you know, this is, I'm turning 40 tomorrow. And so like, I feel like I'm not, I'm not I don't feel old. Um, I'm still doing ridiculous things. Apparently my uh, dogs are confirming that. <laughs> but um, as part of this process, it's really neat how you've you've brought artistry and insight into something that was just uh, like it, it could it was it, it was an interesting hobby. And I'm, I'm thinking in my mind, like whether you're making woodworking or whether you're making YouTube videos or, you know, you know, songs, it's really neat how you bring that creative process. One thing you said a couple minutes ago is like you agonize over making sure your best best work is what's delivered to the marketplace. Tell, tell, tell us a little bit about more about that. When is it enough? When do you walk away and say, okay, this is going live. Um, I could do more, but I got a deadline or maybe, maybe a deadline doesn't matter. How do you make those creative decisions? I think a lot of people wrestle with that. I think people focus too heavily on that. And I think that you don't realize how unimportant those things are until you do it enough. Like Vinny's been writing music for 15 years. I've been producing and writing music for 15 years. And at a certain point when you have a thousand to 2000 songs you've done, it's not that they don't mean anything because they do mean the most, they mean the most, um, especially now, but you know, and you don't question whether when, when your mind says, okay, this is good. 
you've done it so many times you can you can paint that perfect picture and you know what you have that much more experience it's like uh there there are ten thousand hours that it takes to put into something for you to become professional at it right uh that's just like a a number that people have that scientists have come to i can't remember who exactly came to that but if you put ten thousand hours into what we've what we've done we've come close to it in three years that's why when we were talking before the podcast started we were talking about how you know we started this back there i think russell said way back in 2015 you're like oh it's only been three years and yeah honestly three years is not a long time to develop something but when you're putting the amount of hours that we're putting into what we do think about like uh multiple artists today they'll come out with like one album maybe per year maybe the amount of songs that we've come out with just last, like this past year alone, I think we're over a hundred. Yeah, we're coming up on a hundred. And a hundred. And and wow. albums, like full albums for artists, so are like ten songs. Yeah, so impressive. Ten songs, maybe twelve songs. Yeah, guys. And, I and mean, let, let me jump in with that question. Question yeah, there. Yeah, go ahead. Because I want to hit on that. I mean, that just blows my mind because you know i i know other musicians and yeah the the production schedule's a little bit different than your guys's and how do you keep the creativity up when you're grinding that relentlessly i think i think we just push through it man push through. there's a there's a i think there's an innate want for the best possible outcome for the business and for what this could be and like i said we started this wanting to push video game music and nerdcore and what youtube is and push it to this level that the public can understand and that's why we go pop we are less video game rap and more video game pop and alternative and that's our genre but we do obviously do rap because that's kind of like the it's, it's the kind of where it started it's yeah. fundamental so i and i and we do appreciate that and i, I do enjoy hip-hop and 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 rap and, and and rhyming and poems and all that good shit so like that is a major fundamental to our music but we push this idea of we can turn we can take this to the mainstream so we actually we teamed up with jt music there back when they were jt machinima back at pax i think it was 2016 pax south and we did we worked with operation supply drop and we worked on this song with a ton of artists like is before people were doing these massive collaborations and we asked a bunch of people to come on this song uh, to support military troops for military appreciation month in may and all that money was donated to Operation Supply Drop. And uh, the winner got to be a part of, uh, for the donations or, or whatnot that we did, um, got to be a part of our song. But but what was cool about that, it was the first, we, Vinny and I printed out a bunch of, uh, a bunch of like literally paper at, at Kinko's and put them into these nice notebooks and drove around to different news stations in Austin to get this story heard on the news. And we actually got one and we got someone to listen to us. Everybody said, this is cool. But video games at the time two years ago weren't what they are today. If you said that now, everybody would be like, oh my God, you like Ninja? I mean, that's, that's just, you, you play Fortnite? That's exactly what, what, what's happened, right? It's taken this mainstream shift, but at the time it wasn't. So we were like, okay, we can get on the news. We, went, we did a panel at PAX. No one's done that. After we did that, we saw like four panels pop up all over. Yeah. All over. Everybody started doing that. Like, okay, these guys can do it. Let's go do it. And then we uh, played South by Southwest at the awards show. I think that same year. Yeah, we gave a panel at DreamHack. We gave a panel at PAX South. We gave a panel, uh, or we performed at South by Southwest Gaming Awards. And then we also played at the, uh, what was it, the opening show yeah, this as year. well this year. But, uh, we played in Sweden. But before then, nobody nobody yeah. did that because it was this 
it's it's just it was just YouTube. this YouTube thing. And our whole thing this whole time was let's take it and show people that you can do this live and take this. You can impress people that don't like video games and make them understand that it's a good that song. It's actually good. A good song is a good song, and who cares if it's about video game? You know, we say this all the time, but you know, everyone's mom loves Drake, and everyone's mom loves uh, the music on the radio, but the weekend and they don't the realize weekend, yeah they don't realize the weekend's talking about doing cocaine and and having sex in bathroom stalls in all of his songs on the album hold they on hold on hold on you're updating me on all kinds of things here go back what song <laughs> no, so kidding. i can't i can't okay well my the point is is on the radio let's just say that's that's a it's it's overlooked it's just a thing that's accepted and what we did was well if you guys can accept people talking about drugs and sex on the radio then why can't you talk about why can't you accept video games? Because they can, they just haven't yet. Yeah, and that's one of the things that has kind of fascinated me just uh, again about the the genre and, and you guys and JT Music is, subject aside, it's good music. You, you know, near as I can tell, it really, really high quality, um, quality continually increasing. Um, you know, it's, it would be so easy for it to be a novelty and it's not. And so I guess I don't have a question there. That's more of just a kudos to you guys for, for pushing so relentlessly. Well, was there a time where in between now where, well, let me just add, would you consider yourself successful now? Absolutely. Um, to a degree. I mean, I think say that, we're getting there to the point that we want to be at, but as far as success is concerned, we've definitely achieved it. Like personal success and what this, what we've done for the industry around us. Like, and I just want to say, like, we actually held the first. We called it uh, Nerdcore PartyCon with JT Music. We co-held this event for all of the nerdcore artists that do what we do on YouTube. We sent a massive, you know, email uh, out to everybody and invited everyone that does what we do to Austin, this is the first year we wanted to do it someplace that we lived in so that we could kind of facilitate just, you know, getting a big house and just, you know, make sure that it's a good experience for everybody. But that was a culmination of years and hard work by not just us, but JT Music and other guys that do what we do. And we got like 13 guys, 13 of us out here. And we all just spent the weekend together and got to know each other. And it was, and it was the like, first time a lot of us had even met in person, but we've done work together for years. Yeah. So that to me, was success that to me said, Hey, your hard work over the past, you know, not just three, but 10 from when this started, uh, under however many other names that was success that, that said that other people do this, other people like this, other people's fans like this, what you're doing isn't just a day-to-day -day grind. It means something. We all I think everybody got pretty emotional at some point, just like we really appreciate everybody's work, regardless of, you know, it's, there is a, there is business rivalry and it's you know it's it's uh it's all friendly at the end of the day when you go hang out with each other but um we're all fighting in the same marketplace i guess you could say and that's that's where the rivalry comes in but nobody's yeah. nobody has any nobody has any uh it's not there's no malice or anything no it's all just like oh no oh, and, and that's just that, yeah. hurt, that hurts everybody right that drag that only yeah. is depressing to be around but it just kind of just kind of drags everybody down talk to me about so what I think is interesting is you've gone from idea to put, you know, to, to, to kind of through the starving mode and to some bit of success. What did you do before you knew you could make money at this? Starving mode was, was different for both Vince and I, uh, completely. Um, before I did this, uh, I was 
uh, I was lucky enough to be working for trailer companies and getting royalty checks from, uh, from BMI, uh, and, and getting placements in, in commercials and television. And it was a buddy of mine got me introduced to that in 2014. And I had some great success with that, that still allows me to, um, to live today and feel comfortable. So that, so I, Oh, that's an interesting insight. So, so what you did before this, the the smart steps you made ahead of this allowed you to do what you're doing now. Yeah. So absolutely, they, it was like training grounds for. Yeah, them. it was training grounds. You know, I practiced my skill and my craft, and I got my production up to a point where a company said, "Hey, we we feel confident that we can put this in a television show." And then I said that gave me the confidence to go, "Okay, shit, I can do this on my own and make this." make this great and and come at it from a professional standpoint. So I was able to get by without having a side job, but that's not how it was for Vince because he came from sales. So I'll just like take it over. Yeah. So when I moved out here, I saved up a bunch of money. Just, I was working a sales job out uh, just outside San Francisco in a place called Mountain View. And so uh, what were, what were you saved up some money. I, I was selling computer software, like video conferencing software at a company called Blue Jeans Network. And before that, I was at a company no, called Five Nine, just kind of doing like the typical grind, you know, of tech sales. I don't know. It was so masculine, you know? And I just. Is it? It wasn't. It just wasn't oh, for me. It's the right question. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's like what. I'm confused. Maybe I'm doing the wrong thing because I seem to be in a similar sport, but. <laughs> People just like want you to do it. I don't know. It's just, it was, I, I learned so quickly it wasn't for me and I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I ended up uh, having this opportunity to make a major change in my life and move out here. So I saved up some money. I, I moved out here trying to figure out what I wanted to do. Obviously, when we first moved out here, I didn't have enough money to, to work uh, or to, to only do this. So I got another job um, working like customer support for FedEx. And my God, that was, that was brutal. Can someone get a, like a crowd <sighs> cheer? It was, it was a brutal yeah. job, man. Like, uh, just, just tough. So I'm working that like eight hours a day, coming home, working through the night, a lot of nights, just working to get all our stuff done. So I was working like, I don't even know for, and I was too working much. there. Yeah. Too much for a year and a half of, <clears throat> of that, just the day-to-day -day grind. I'd go, I'd go to work at eight in the morning. I'd come home at five. I'd start working on a video, start writing a song, doing something, you know, producing something for us. And then by the time 11 or 12 rolls around, I stop off, I get off the computer. And it was that for like a year and a half. And then finally, like right before my birthday, uh, what was it? Last two year. years ago or last oh, year? It was the last year. Yeah. Yeah. Last year I was finally able to quit my job and do this full time and, you know, produce music, produce videos and do everything. Remind me again, how long was that? Remind us all? A year and a half of, of working, the, doing uh, two jobs. Yeah. How long did you, yeah. How long did you have to do the two jobs? <laughs> year and a half. <laughs> year and a half. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 Um, and, and, and during that time, like, even though we were, you know, Vince was at work, uh, we would just be texting constantly and talking about what we were doing that day and how it was going and sending the songs back and forth and making sure we were both 
enjoying it. So he was at, even while doing that one job, still taking bathroom breaks to go listen to other stuff and like, okay, that's good. Put it up. Let's do this. Okay. 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 Yeah. You know, this thumbnail looks good or yeah, this part of this song sounds whatever you need to change the bass frequency here. You need to, you know, change the EQ on this, that, or the other. Yeah. You know, guys, there's so much that I'm hearing you say has to get done. So, you know, never mind that you were working a day job there, but, you know, so you've got writing the song, you know, practicing the song, recording the song, producing the song, uh, getting the video together. And I imagine there's a ton of tasks there, but then there's also just the business side of it that we were talking about earlier. And how do you decide what to work on? I mean, all those things demand attention. All those things are really super important. How do you set up your days, your weeks? So I think there we've gone through a big shift in how we started and where we're at and actually where we're going. Because I think what a lot of people don't know is that being uh, releasing your music on a platform like YouTube is, is uh, it's a constant fight against Google and the algorithm that they provide. And so that's like, it's a double-edged sword because they provide this awesome platform for us to work on, but they also have a bunch of hidden rules and secrets that you, nobody knows about how it works and you have to figure that out. And if you make the wrong move, uh, a video doesn't get views and it's not because the video wasn't good or the song wasn't good and you have to understand that. And so a lot of people can take that personally and that's just not the way that it is. A good video isn't be, a good song is, uh, a good song uh, has no correlation necessarily to the amount of views that it gets. Um, mm. So it's a it's a battle of understanding how YouTube works and how the algorithm works, and um, mixing that with a good song. Yes, so, that that creates virality. So a bad hmm. song and a good algorithm can do well, but a good song, a great song, and a good algorithm could do can do great, fantastic. But but it doesn't really like a bad song. Still a bad song, but it. Still, it still can do well. <laughs> so, uh, so in terms of what we, you know, what still we choose song, to do, yeah. you know, we have learned to, and we try to teach others that are doing this. And I think everyone passes this along like us. It's like the, it's like the magician's trade secret at this point. It's like use tools that are available to us um, on how to look up trending topics and trending games and whatnot and see what's being searched. And, uh, and then if you like it or if you don't like it, sometimes you got to bite the bullet and you got to pay the bills, uh, do a song about a game that is going to do well because of a search engine. And then, you know, three weeks, the next three weeks you do songs that you just like the games for. And you kind of just, it's just a balance, you know, you can't keep the lights on by doing things you just want to do because you like them. Uh, if people don't care if people about don't it. care if, if the if the internet doesn't care about it we don't have a job <laughs> so so there is definitely this crazy balance but at the end of the day it's like i tell this to people all the time i don't like you know vince and i both don't like a lot of the games that we make songs for sometimes but that doesn't mean that we don't put heart and we don't like the songs that's why we make our songs kind of general and we we at the end of the day so basically at the end of the day what we understand is that all these video game characters, right? And video game stories are all developed 
So somebody can have some sort of emotional connection to that character or that story, or maybe that side character or whoever it is in that story. It was developed for a reason and people are emotionally connected to that person. And, and what we try to do is create a song that lives within that world. Not only does it sound like it could belong in the world, but the lyrics are something that exist within that world their feelings that maybe one character has for another maybe it's a feeling that the player is getting while they're playing the game maybe it's the feelings of the main character in the game and and the world that they live in and how vulnerable they feel you know there's a lot of different stories that are set up within video games and that's what we try to bring out with our music yeah it's not it doesn't live with the game it's like it's a good song and that's where that's where we uh, yeah that's where we really pride ourselves this, this is really this is wonderfully fascinating to me because i, I just think i like the craftsmanship and a lot of entrepreneurs you know me myself included i'll come up and have this great idea and it's like uh, two things. One, either get people to see it your way and, and change the conversation. And that may take some time. Or I, I, I love what you've said about what are people already looking for? What do they want? And, and you know that by what they're searching for. It's a pretty easy, easy way to figure that out. What From what they want, can you give them something that's really, uh, that qualifies uh, as your level of art uh, without uh, feeling like, um, you know, you're, you, you've corrupted the, you know, you know, you've given up on your own morals or something like that. Right. There's been times where we've definitely given up on morals and, <laughs> and, and a couple times. And I think everyone that's seen that those videos and that watches us regularly know exactly when it happens. And they're like, Oh, those two just had to bite the fucking bullet this week for whatever reason. Like it, it, we well, when you're making as much content as we do, sometimes you got to do something like that. Right. To. But, but when it's, so is that what, so let, you know, just speaking about that, cause I, I wrestle with this. I mean, yeah. uh, Brock has a podcast. I have a podcast. I, you know, I write as well. So in kind of multiple media there, sometimes I just come, you know, to the deadline and I go, I'm just not going to put anything out. It doesn't like, I, it's not awesome. I have to walk away from it. Do you make a decision? Do you make decisions differently? I don't think we've ever not put anything out. Um, the only the only there, thing okay, we did so, take one song so down are you gonna in three years <laughs> in three whole years can i can i play something on here for everyone oh sure yeah, sure sure so I'll, I'll, you have it yeah dude oh I god no 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 because it's gonna be the only representation of what we do no 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 that's fine, that's everyone. fine. That's oh okay. god okay. no this song is the worst so i'm gonna just preface this by saying in three years we've only taken one song down one song out of anything, and I, and I usually like, there are sh shitty stuff that we've we've put out, um, but this song in particular, I think. Why would you ever put this up? I'm gonna play like a, like ten seconds Why? of this, just just to just to show. And pe some people might think this isn't that bad. It is the worst song we have ever done, dude. Okay. <laughs> and with that uh, introduction, <laughs> <laughs> this song is called "In the League." Oh God! Uh, League of Legends song. So just <laughs> Vince is cringing right now. So what I just heard is this is very exclusive content, not to be found anywhere no, else. That's you right. Can't, yeah, you, can't find this. <laughs> you can't find this. You can't find this. Oh God! Oh! <laughs> I can't. I haven't heard this song in years. Oh God! 
All right, sounds not coming through, guys. Sounds not coming through on our end. So we hear you cringing. Oh, oh thank God. Oh, oh, thank God. You can't hear it, huh? Thank God. Can you, does this, hold on. Okay. No, no, no. Stop. Oh, and now that, he's working hard. Does that oh, come through? God. We does, want you to be resilient and persistent until it comes that, to. Does, that not, does this not come through? No, we're just getting voices. That doesn't come through. Okay. Oh, mm, don't worry enough. about it. Fair enough. Okay. okay. It's been it's taking like, too much Vince time. Like, get out of here. Okay. Anyways, so uh, I can send you guys this uh, file if you guys want to put that in there. Um, <laughs> that might be best. I'll send you whatever, <laughs> whatever you guys want. Um, but anyways, out of three years, there was a song, uh, yeah. one song. And, and, and there's been times, you know, we've talked with um, record labels and publishing companies about uh what to do with our music and if we want to um join a record label and go tour and do this and do that and uh we have this massive catalog of 250 songs that we've done and it's very that's there's a that's very valuable to a lot of people um so so a song like this to say like you know this is so bad that we're going to take it off i wouldn't say that every song out of 250 is up to par with you know putting on a record for a major label or something but for the most part i think um week after week we put out content that i'm proud of and i think vinny's proud of too um and it's it's rare to put out something and just to suck it up to a point where we want to take it off i i haven't come to that since this song (laughs) <laughs> which is old it's really oh, old it's, god we made this almost three years ago so i think we learned our lesson i remember i showed okay i gotta say one thing about that song i remember i showed that song to uh, my girlfriend at the time when we first made it and uh she was like um this is bad <laughs> And I was like, no, 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 it'll be fine. When Russell finishes producing, like the <laughs> he mixes and masters it, it's gonna sound great. And she was like, really? Because this is really bad. It goes, it goes, <laughs> and we still put it up, dude. In the league, we uh, are free. Yeah, okay. Well, you mean to stop? That's all I wanted to say. That's all I wanted to say. I wanted to say one thing about it. We need to just drop it. We've been Move. on the subject for too long. All right. So uh, I'll, I'll, I'll rein it back in for you guys. We'll, we'll, we'll mercifully kill that part there. <laughs> um, I, I, sorry. I, I, I love, uh, you know, we, we all have those things where you just go, man, that was just not my best right there that day. And, yeah. uh, but you know, that, that is kind of a, a debate I see, you know, you know, one of the things that, you know, Dan, you're, you're mentioning is just the idea that, you know, if, if we're going to put it out there, it's going to be awesome and it's going to, re- yeah. to really represent. And on the other hand, what, what I'm hearing for, from you guys and, you know, the guys from JT Music also kind of talked about this, that end of the day for you guys, the relentless schedule is what's best. Like, you know, something, yes. something coming out every week beats sporadic greatness. Is that the case? Yeah, it keeps you relevant. It keeps everybody looking for your name, wanting wanting new content from you. That's kind of the way that YouTube has made this thing sort of function. You know, it's kind of cool, and and I think we've talked about this not on a official note, but let's say there's 12 months in a year, and we made four songs a month. We just laid that out, so we'd have 48 songs that year if that was our schedule. Uh, out of those 48, 10 songs are good. Let's just say, right? 
That's basically what an artist does over the course of a year. They just take a long fucking time to do it and they don't release the content that they have. But you never know if there's a gem sitting there. You never know. So many artists sit on this stuff for years and they don't want to put it anywhere because they don't think it was good or it never got picked up or it was, you know, a B-side to something. But you don't know. And we get the opportunity using YouTube to just kind of like float it out in the world and see if it's sick or not. We- and sometimes it really is. And, and we look back over this course of this this year a lot and we just kind of go through our songs and go fuck you know a lot of these were good but we're just running so hard we can't really take a second to think about which ones really are but in retrospect you can have a look at it but it's like these we're just practicing practicing for the game and 10 songs make it to the game well you know so, and, and well so in you know let, let me ask about that too uh dan you i'm I know you've experienced this, Dan. Uh, I think anyone who, who's written and put stuff out on the internet has experienced. At least everyone I've talked to has, where you don't know what's going to take off. Like yes. this thing that you, yes. this thing you pour your heart and soul in, you put it out there, and it's just crickets. And this thing you, you know, write in fifteen minutes on your way to the airport is what just explodes. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah, it, it, totally. This is, and I just realized all three of us said totally, but it's absolutely true. I don't know. I've done it before where I've, I've, I've gotten angry and, and, and written an article and millions of people have been like, yeah, baby. And then I'll spend two weeks crafting something that I feel like is like near and dear to my heart and I want it right and all this stuff. And like six people be like, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Kind of. Yeah, that was kind of cool. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah. That's the uh, epitome of what a YouTuber feels every week. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think that's just the generation that we live in now. And like the, just the time dude, like we live in the time of, especially for music and stuff. We live in the time of singles. It's not Mm -hmm. the time of albums anymore. So the more singles you come out with, the more relevant you are, the more people care about you. It's not like I spent, I spent a year working on this album and you're going to listen. My listeners are all going to listen to the album front to back. It's we're not, bat- we're battling it's not the same. We're battling uh songs coming out for major artists every week and we're battling this generation that listens to things for 20 seconds and moves on. So if you have something that someone can listen to repeatedly at this point, you've that's a fucking gold mine. And mm. good luck getting there, but it happens. But like you need to release 150 songs. Yeah, you need to put in the 10,000 hours in evil in order to do it, dude. You yeah. need to you need to craft your work so you become a professional at it and that's that's all we're trying to do over here is work as hard as we freaking can. So when we do create content and when we, when it's near and dear to our hearts, that it still follows all those guidelines of professionalism and, and people that aren't interested in music and people that are extremely interested in music alike, as well as video games, non players and players can all enjoy just this one song because it culminates everything that's great within the game while also being something that people can understand like truthfully to themselves as a person. Well, well help Dan out, help me out here. Um, Both of us have kids that, you know, Dan mentioned this earlier that, you know, love YouTube, want want to be YouTube heroes. Uh, You know, that's like the valid career that, you know, that, that, that's where they see it going. I I guess it used to be sports and, and now it's YouTube. Um, what, what advice do you have for someone? How, how do you get started? How do you, how do you succeed? If not on your level, at least, you know, enough to pay the bills. So I ran into a woman at Best Buy taking our computer in the other day. I, this is not something I told Vince cause it's just irrelevant really. But I ran into her and she was buying a, an Xbox bundle 
and she was talking to the woman behind the counter of whether or not she should get Tomb Raider or PUBG and her kid's seven. And um, I just chimed in. I was like, hey, so you know, Tomb Raider is a little bit more violent in terms of violence because they they have cinematic you know, killing and whatnot. It's, it's M-rated and there's a girl with a crop top on with big boots. Besides all of um, that, yes. And, and, uh, and she's like, how do you know? And she's like, how do you know so much? I'm like, oh, well, I, you know, I, 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 was just, I told her, I was like, I'm a gamer for a living. I just say that because it's something digestible for a parent. But, but what the point I'm trying to make is that I, I encouraged her. I was like, hey, does your kid game a lot? Is he good? She's like, yeah, she's really, he's really good. I'm like, I encourage them to encourage their kids because we're able to do it and make a, a living out, out of it. And they don't even understand what it does for their kid to set up a Twitch channel, to set up a YouTube channel, to make a banner, to make a profile picture, to, to relate to their fans, to comment with their fans, to check their email, to make sure that they're on a schedule. Like even if they don't go into YouTuber mode or go into live streamer mode, like, you know what that does for a person to, to get to a job, like how valuable that is to get and be, have a, be an employee that can fucking manage their time and to, and to make sure that they're putting out the best thing because they've trained themselves uh, over the course of the years growing up at such a young age. It's, it's pretty amazing. But also the one, I mean, the one piece of advice that you could give to somebody that wants to put in, you know, obviously it's put in the effort, but also don't be afraid of failure. Everybody, like a good example is how we were talking about this terrible freaking song that we wrote. Not every song that we've ever written is good. And not everything that you're ever going to do as somebody that's being creative, as I'm sure both of you know, as being creatives yourselves, is going to be absolutely excellent and something that you think represents yourself as an artist, whether that be doing what you do or doing what we do or doing what any artist does not every single thing that you do is representative of you, but that's okay because you put in the time to get there and you just, you just learn by continuing to do things, creating a schedule for yourself and finishing your tasks. And also, and also understanding the machine you're, you're up against and understanding what the internet is, I think is important because if you don't understand what the internet is and you don't understand that someone's saying your piece of art sucks, probably doesn't really think that. Or maybe they do, but they said it in a way that they would have never said to you in person. I think that's important to understand because you cannot don't take it personally. That, cannot take that personally because it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean it sucks. Yeah, that's relevant Some, to that's relevant to like we could put out our greatest song and how you guys were talking about this too. You could put out the greatest thing that you hold near and dear to your heart, and maybe it'll get three comments, and maybe one of them says it sucks. Mm -hmm. Look at the positive comments. Ignore the negative ones because. Because there's always going to be negativity. Yeah. Right, right. Mm. The positive way. So I love this. I don't think I could have crafted a better ending, right? It because what you you brought this full circle. It's like it's your thing. So number one, find your thing, and then two, you know, if you're an authority, you know, your parent, you're a leader, encourage people to do your thing. And you're right. It doesn't have to be like how I was raised uh, to be a job. And accountability, like I was raised for accountability, just isn't you know it's your right check, making sure you put out something that's being accountable and checking your email and and so whatever your thing is, uh, like do it, be accountable, do it to the best of your ability. And I just I love I, I love the fact that you're not necessarily creating a new Facebook app, right? But you're you're bringing all of your creativity and hustle to this craft that you really care deeply about. And these lessons are universal. And that's, that's why I think I, they're so impressive. Thank you. 
very much. And I totally agree. Well, how can how can we find out more about you? Where can people go to to enjoy your art? I think the the biggest thing that we would push is obviously YouTube. Um, that's where we release everything uh, on Fridays um, and a lot of times Saturdays. But Spotify is a really big thing for us, and it's something that you don't need to watch. So it's something you can turn on and put in your pocket or put down in the car or or whatever and listen. So uh, you know, Rocket Gaming on Spotify and on YouTube. Um, are the two biggest places that um, we we put out our content and we put out content every single Friday. So just you got a new song to listen to over the course of the weekend. Yeah, very cool, awesome. So thank you, thank you for stopping by. We're gonna thank check out guys. all thank the you. things. Uh, you know that whole new click the button, mash the button, subscribe. Uh, it's a great. It's it's just it's just something you got to be a part of. So I think that's incredible. Thanks for stopping by and hanging out a little bit with uh, Brock and I today. Thank you so much. Guys. Absolutely. Thank you. Have an awesome day.